Last time on The Dungeon House, the party continues the brutal fight with the Beholder. Intense battling has put the party in a tough situation, as the two friends are almost immediately one shot at the beginning of the fight, and the party fights on and wins, with Lua getting the finishing shot. Sadly, Ari, Gale, Vox, and Ren are either dead or in a solid situation. Find out what happens to them right now on The Dungeon House. I'm always ready right, to start. It's well, already going. Welcome to the Dungeon House. Welcome to the Dungeon House where we have food on a regular. Semi regular. Semi regular. That's a regular. Food's yeah, there, but. There was always food provided. There's always food in some instance. Usually what? someone out there is eating food at any given time. Even if they're not part of this podcast. That is true. For all those eating food right now, this one's for you. All right. But I think where we left off exactly is um, who who got the final blow? It was Lua, right? Lua, yes. that was epic. Like, Lua just like strikes the beholder down with this like snowballic storm, I believe correctly. You hear the beholder scream out as it like falls down and is pierced by Ari's one arm in the air with the harpoon. Um, at this, uh, who's alive? Rock, Rebecca, Lua, you look around. At the situation you are in, and there's a sense of dread and relief. Lua, you did it. I guess, but <laughs> what cost? Um, David, it's a little. We can't hear you. Is that better? Yes. Yes, that is. Sorry. I. I guess, but at, but at what cost? Um, guys, I'm still stuck in the goo. Um, in the what? The goo. Oh. Um, I'm gonna go and help attempt to help Faith out of the goo. Hmm? All right, Rebecca, make a strength check with advantage to see if you can break free of the go. That's good to have, like, on my disadvantage. Ooh! Roll again just to see if you can find one. I got an 18. Nice. So with Robux help. With Rock's help, um, you're able to get out of the goo as Rock helps pull you to your feet. All right. Oh. Where's Vox? Where's everybody else? I don't, well, I know things, but just to reiterate, where is it, buddy? Rock's gonna look down. And kind of mumble. Are we? Are we the only ones left? I think so. Lua? 
think it's just us. I, I can't be right. Um, I'm gonna need a minute to meditate with the stars. Lou is just gonna kind of like walk off. Go look for uh, box of stuff. Oh no! Oh no! 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 no. I'll, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna meditate with everybody. I don't think it's wise to separate that. <laughs> Rock will go too, and when we get to Vox. Rock is going to look and see if he has any more of the seeds. So as you you get to where you thought Vox's body was, you sort of you sort of scamper scamper up the hill. Um, on this hill, this is where you see this stone cut out of Ari, just like with her arm in the air with the pierced beholder on top. Um, you look to where you you imagine you saw some rays hit where Vox was last seen, and all you see there, um, sort of scattered about is what appears to be like Vox's cloak and his clothes, his bow. Uh, make an investigation check. Not 20. Oh my gosh. That was pretty uh, good. Yeah, same. McKay, what else do they find? <clears throat> so with a nat 20, you'd find everything. Uh, I have my longbow. I have two daggers. Uh, I have a quiver with 14 arrows left and one poison arrow. I have uh, my explorer's pack, which basically just has like a bedroll in it at this point. Uh, I have seeds. There's 262 left. I have a vial of po uh, poison. I have my book. I have 30-ish rock shards. Um, next page, sorry guys, I got a lot. I have uh, my cloak. I have a pearl from the southern beach. I have the bag of holding. I have a health potion. And I have multiple pairs of shoes. Little, little box shoes. <laughs> oh. This is nice. As you um, as you sort of like go through this stuff, rock. That's um, you're able to find all of that as some of these shoes are mismatched and interesting. <laughs> rock is going to um kind of put everything together on top of the cloak and then turn to Lua. Fox was dead, wasn't he? So how did he die? Um, my, my guess just from I, I guess what we could see is body was Right. 
real fast, what? sort of out of character. Uh, McKay, didn't Rebecca hand box the scroll? Oh, you're right. There's also a, uh, a scroll. Thank yes. you. I forgot yes. to write that down last session. Thank you, Kyle, for remembering. Yep. There's an interesting looking scroll also as you look through this stuff. Is there a scroll there? I, I gave it to Fox as a giant kid. Oh, yeah, it's right here. The rock will hand it over to Rebecca. Can I read it now? Make a religion check. A 16. Okay, okay. So as you start looking at the scroll, not through your toad eyes, um, back through your eyes, what you're able to see is that the language actually composed in the scroll is very similar um, in correspondence with your past life um, at the temple. You're not exactly able to make out 100% what it says, but the general gist of it is that it is a powerful spell and has the ability to heal people. Guys, the scroll, I can't read it perfectly, but I think we need to talk to the wizard. It's a healing scroll. Could it bring people back from the dead? I sure hope so, I don't know. Rock is going to look at the frozen statue of Ari. You're like, well, I mean, We've brought people back before. It's true. Which brings the question. <laughs> I I didn't know Ari before. Her arm was gone and her, well, when she had her arm and before she was full orc. And now she's holding the beholder. I don't know if you're, I, I don't know. We'll <laughs> let the wizard evaluate. Let's leave everything down here and head back and give the wizard a report. But be cautious. There were other monsters down here. You just need to tread carefully. Lua, are you ready to head back? Yeah. However, Lua is not going to leave Fox's stuff. Yeah, let's grab it up this stuff. Nice. <laughs> Nice. As you guys work your way out of the Beholder Cavern, uh, leaving behind the bot, the bodies of Gale, Ari, and Ren, and the two com- and the two comrades that you met before jumping into this, um, you start working your way up the narrow columns. Eventually, getting to this uh, trap doorish thing. Um, as you press up on the trap door, opening up into Vivian's shop, you see. Um, sort of like floating in the air looking to be reading a book is Vivian just sort of as he's been waiting for your return as you step up he appears over his book with what seems to be sort of glasses he's like so is it done um my dear friend Vivian you're so amazing um can you please come down here and help of course, as you see, as he sort of like flutters to the ground very gracefully. So, I see not all of you have returned. Yes. 
You don't look very surprised. Um, I, a beholder is a very vicious and powerful creature. So yes, I'm not that surprised. Well, since there's no surprise, here's something that might help. Here's your scroll. I understand it a wee bit, but I'm hoping you understand and can help us bring some of our friends back. Ah, as Vivian sort of takes the scroll from you, Rebecca, and begins to read through it. Hmm. This is an older scroll, not necessarily from one from the Empire, per se, a tad bit older. That there was actually a fine young elf that was assisting me with a couple things, and I sent him down to fight the Beholder a couple weeks back. I guess this is what happened to him. Um, with that, though, the scroll, it seems like it has the ability to not necessarily bring someone back from the dead, but the ability to greatly restore someone. Um, many things. It seems like petrification is one of them. Um, like if they're turned into a statue? Yes, I believe so. Guys, we can save Ari again. Thank you. Well, I think the spell only works once. Do we save Gail or Art? Oh, um, well, I was actually talking to Rock about this. Both have gone through. Quite a bit of trauma from dust I've observed. Um, you made a really good point as what cost? As would it be better for them to have peace or would it be better for them to come back? Are you saying that we leave both of them? Heck no. You know what Gail said to me? He mentioned date. We gotta bring him back. If, but, uh, if, if we're casting votes, I, I did like Ari quite a lot, but Ooh. I would prefer to bring Gail. Well, I would prefer to bring Ari back. So. Well, Rock. I think you knew Ari the best before and after such things as we've heard while being with you. What's your honest evaluation of bringing you back? I say it's a good evaluation. What if she's brought back with another curse? Loses both arms. That's okay. I will feed her. <laughs> <laughs> Rock is actually getting a little bit panicky, and you can tell that he's, um, this is a, this is almost like he, he won't accept any answer other than bringing Ari back somehow. Well, I, I can see you're a little trouble. Like, what if we bring her back in a different way? 
as she still lives on in a different way. <laughs> that's so special. I'm sorry. That was good. You're me. No. That, no, that's great. It's like, what's... <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'll stop. Long ornaments? So <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> all right, all right. Wizard Dave, we're moving. Send me out since I'm getting into trouble. I still say we bring Gail back. Well, I say that we bring Ari back. Well, I say we let the wizard evaluate to see what's in a better state, because we do have to remember Ari's currently holding the boot holder. If I, if I may interject to your conversation as Vivian sort of approaches the three of you. While I am extremely grateful for what you have done as one of the many ways to show my gratitude, um, whomever thou doesn't choose to use this spell on, I am a very powerful wizard. I would be able to, with some time, use my magic to restore the other petrified individual. Understood. So well, win. Then let's bring him back. All right. It just depends on who you bring back first. If you if you promise that there's some way that we will bring Ari back, then it doesn't matter. I, I think that both of them would respect our decision. I have a question, would you dude? Yes. If we bring well, that didn't look like once we bring Ari back, whether this time or down the road. With your power, understanding, if we make that decision, will you bring her back as a human or leave her be? Because she uh, did not like her being. I remember correctly, my deal with Ari is I would uh, give her her arm back upon the completion of your, your adventurous quest. And as she acquired specific magical items throughout the, the world, Eventually, that would lead to her becoming a human again. And so that request still, that deal still stands. All right, understood. Nice. Well, then, let us uh, go bring Gail back. Okay. As the party heads back down, um, are you going to let the wizard come with you this time or no? We're letting him come with, but he's not going to be in the front because I want to do perception checks for thingies. All right. <laughs> Sounds like a plan to me. Um, you eventually make your way back down into the um, the cavern of the beholder. Um, I'll have you make that perception check now, Rebecca. All right. So you should it now. <laughs> That is a 26. Oh my gosh. Um, it was a natural 20. Yes. As you're looking around, Rebecca, yeah, being on edge and making sure you're being very cautious and careful, um, you notice that nothing has really changed. Doesn't seem like there's any new 
things you do hear very so slightly farther off down in the caverns. As, as you sort of peer a bit, it looks like there might be a couple other tunnels. You do hear what seems to be maybe some some noise, like some sort of language coming, almost like a very soft whisper. But besides that, you don't see or hear anything else. Okay, guys. There's weird whispers of some type of language down other tunnels we didn't go. Um, just a heads up. Um, as a reminder, I think all of our health is really low, so I think we're going to need to be even more cautious this time. Yeah, that's fair. Hey, wizard man, do you want to go ahead now? Hey, all right. Wizard man, you want to give us health points? Later. We should be all, we should be all right for now. If any major threat appears, I'll quickly vanquish it. All right. That's who. Which body are we going to first? Which one's the closest? It would be whoever you are using the spell scroll on that you will go to. Yeah. Lua would start walking towards Gil. All right. As you get closer to Gail's body, uh, if I remember correctly, Gail was sort of like down on a lower level. You sort of like crawl up and you crawl down these elevation things. As you sort of like get to the top of one of them, you peer down and uh, chase. What exactly do they see as they look upon Gail's body? <clears throat> so what they would see is... Gale frozen in stone in like one hand up, one hand on his sword, um, clutching it still and his face is like a mix between fear, but a lot of focus. So his eyes are wide, but his mouth is shut. Um, and on his statue on his arm sits Pax with kind of his head bowed and just kind of like every once in a while nuzzle into Gale just a little bit. And then like when there's no movement, he just continues to sit there staring down. AKA a heartbreaking scene. Yeah, you are now, as you head down that little cliff, you are sort of in front of Gale's body and sort of looking at it. What do you do? Pax almost looks protective. I'm um, like, kind of flaps his wing, trying to kind of keep you off bay. It's all right, man. Um... I could do animal friendship to calm him down. Can I do that? Yeah, you can try to do that. Okay, I just need to look up my thing. Sure thing. Okay. This spell lets you convince a beast that you mean it no harm. Choose a beast, I choose packs within range. You must see and hear you. If the beast's intelligence is higher 
is four or higher, the spell fails. Otherwise, the beast must succeed a wisdom saving throw or be charmed by you for the spell's duration. Okay. Um, I think, would an owl actually have a higher wisdom score than four? Can you check that real fast? Have a higher wisdom score? They do have a pretty high wisdom score. I'm remembering. While you're looking that up, I learned that uh, I was doing this wrong. I learned that Vox has a passive perception of 20. Oh. Not 17. Oops. All right. <laughs> Not anymore. No. <laughs> oh. As Vox is as Vox is entering the afterlife, he's like, wait, I can see more than I should have. <laughs> <laughs> My eyes are finally open now. And the arms Sorry. Um, their wisdom is just a plus one. So. Okay, so you, ch- you can charm Pax. No harm. With that, you mm. watch as Pax begins sort of like to calm down and to look at you pretty friendly. Okay. Nice. What do y'all do? Heal the boy. Yeah, just wait for. Okay. All right. So with that, Vivian takes the scroll. You watch as he sort of like holds it in one hand and places his other hand on the the chest of Gale, and he sort of looks back at the party, and he's like, are you sure this is what you want me to do? Yes. Is there any sight? Well, now that you're saying that, you're making me, like, weirded out. Is there any side effects? Well, this is a an older magic. For all we know, he might come out with an extra eye, or maybe an elf. Who knows? Oh, oh, now if you say it. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> sorry, Josh. All right, you watch as uh, the hands begin to glow, and Vivian mutters some sort of incantation. And you watch as cracks immediately begin to like start going all over Gail's body. At first, they start off pretty big, and then they start like getting tinier and tinier and then you watch as like the cracks sort of begin to melt away as gail's skin begins to start forming and you watch as the petrification slowly begins to change as gail comes back to um a not stony state as the spell scroll sort of dissipates and gail you just sort of like come back into it he would immediately fall to the ground And he, he grabs for a sword and says, Where? Ben? What? What's, oh, oh, what the? Wait. Deep breath. What's going on? What? Deep breath with me. Breathe with her, Gail. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Do we tell him now or do we tell him later? Later. Later. Gotcha. What? He defeated the beholder. Ed. <laughs> we, we defeated the beholder. 
Yep, and now we're going to move on. Well, Gail, real quick, who am I? I'm Rebecca. Who is that? That's Rob. Who is that? That's Lua. And who's the wizard dude? Vivian. Who are you? I'm Gail. Who's the owl? Who's your daddy? Um, not the time. I Honestly, my character would not be that jovial in a time like this. I apologize. <laughs> that was pretty funny, though. All right. So you seem to remember everything. You're doing good. You feel kind of weird, kind of stiff. Um, DM Kyle, how do I yes. feel? Um, as you have just come out of a petrification, it's almost like your stomach still feels a little petrified. So, like, you feel like there's this, like, hole in your soul. Um, like when you're like really hungry, but you're not like actually hungry, like almost dread, but like physically yeah. dread. Um, you feel sick. You feel a little nauseous. Not exactly like the best feelings in the world. Um, but besides that, you're all right. Okay. I I kind of like give myself a look over. Do I look like Gail? Yes, you uh, you still look like Gail. Okay. I. I'll check his ears to see if they're cleaning. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, nothing. All right, so you seem fine. I think. Uh, are you in a good mental state for us to fully update you, or do you want to get out Where, of the... Where's everybody in, well, everyone else? All right, I think you're ready now. So, update for you. Um, do you remember Ari being turned to stone? I do. Men being obliterated. I do. Vox was also obliterated. I heard. <clears throat> um. As this kind of gal just. It's really quiet and says, after kind of a moment, thank you all for, for coming back to me, not leaving me down here. Are they, the rest of them gone? Can we, can we save them? Vivian says there's a possibility we could rescue Ari, but it'll take a little bit of time. What? And what about Vox and Ren? We can't even find Vox's body. Just his belongings. Lua has them. Okay. Uh, Sorry. Uh, with this, kind of Gail looks down and kind of shakes his head. It's it's okay. This kind of stuff happens, I guess. Um, and you you'd notice that he's still kind of holding that metal sword, his actual sword, and his hands kind of shaking, and he's just staring down at the ground. And he realizes kind of like he's zoning out, and then he he looks down at the sword, and then it he kind of blinks and it just dissipates into the wind and just gone and it's like, um, 
see what we can do for Ari. So, you, you watch as Vivian sort of like butts into your heartfelt conversation. The situation with Ari will be a, a little bit interesting. I'll need you to help carry her body up to my my place. Yeah. I don't know if you can do that. I'm not. I'm not very strong. I'm not. I'm not I'm very strong. average strong. Um, how heavy would be a petrified orc and a beholder? Oh, I, I have an idea. There's something that I might be able to do to help with this. It just came to me. But um, we'll have to get up there to. Try it. All right. So as you as you get up there, you sort of like are up near Ari's body with the beholder. As it's been like about an hour-ish since the beholder has died, it's beginning to smell quite nasty. Yucky. Um, I would like to try to cast a levitate on Ari. Nice. You watch as this stone Ari like begins to lift up from the ground with the beholder once again taking flight in front of you all. That will work. Um PTSD. Shake off the beholder or something. Yeah, I with with that I I'd like kinda like tip Ari so it'll fall off. Land. Down on a lower level so we don't have to see it anymore. Nice. As you tip it off, um, who's standing the closest to the beholder? Um, probably be Gale. Yeah, probably Gale if he's casting the spell. Okay, Gale, I need you to make a perception check. That is a natural 20 plus 4. Dang! Today. For the perception checks. Nice. Right? I know. Now y'all are rolling well. As you watch the beholder fall down lower into the crevice, um, a twenty-four, right? Yes. You do see as it falls that its eye begins to like. Maybe there's a hint of life left in it, but it quickly falls down, and you're not able to make that out for sure. Um, Vivian, shoot it with something. You didn't see it, Rock. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I I would tell um, automatically. I I think I think the the holder's not quite dead. Oh, all right. Uh, no, Vivian, shoot it with something. <laughs> <laughs> the Vivian sort of turns to you all, and he's like. Well, yes, I I doubt it's fully dead, honestly. But it's in a state that you've dealt with enough. So I think we can just leave it. 
No, I think you should kill it. Well, I didn't tell you this, but um, this—you know how I mentioned how I brought this beholder here and how it was an accident and all those things. Accident. Well, that was sort of a lie. Mm-hmm. This beholder has been a little bit magically changed. Um. Where over time it just sort of regenerates. So you're telling us our friends died for practically nothing? No, no, of course not for nothing. If I remember correctly, you needed this magical item formed, and the only way to do it is down here. A couple. Maybe half a mile further within these caves is the location needed for me to perform the spell on the item. So, if the beholder was here, we wouldn't have been able to make your special item. No, originally this beholder was a side project. I I brought it here and try to form it into a sort of a guard dog of sorts gave it the power to regenerate was the deal that i had and sadly that backfire as the beholder betrayed me i've uh, personally killed it multiple times but every time i kill it it just gets a little bit wiser to my techniques um, eventually almost like a virus it would get to a point where it would be able to destroy even me and so that is why I cannot fight the Beholder anymore, because it would just be feeding the the ever-growing intelligence of this monster. So how do you kill it, kill it? Well... With the death of me. <laughs> Interesting. Are you stronger than you That's not an actual question. <laughs> so, what happens after this? What's the plan? You just let it sit down here again until you hire more kids to come down and give their lives to kill it for you? Yep. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really want to get into it. Let's just finish up with what we need. All right. As sort of a pity, I feel sorry for the loss of Vox, especially. He's going to be a a great assistant. I knew it. (sighs) As sort of an honor of Vox's death, I will also give you my personal phoenix feather to use in the creation of your item. That's very much appreciated. Yes. It will... Sorry. It will take me, I believe, um, in a few days, when the stars align just right, I'll be able to bless it and create the item, but come back 
in a few days at night, and I will give you this item that you are looking for. Is it alright if we drop off the rest of the item items needed to create this? Yes. Drop them off right now, and I'll I'll get to work on it. Louis, is our is our if I see the bag of holding? Yeah. Here you go. Uh, I'll pull out the brandium chunk. The nice. um, goblet of blood and the stone of the church. Nice. You watch as um, the wizard sort of waves his hands over the items and they sort of vanish into thin air. Um, Just out of curiosity, what would you like this artifact to look like with the brandium? I I think we should make it something that commemorates the ones we lost today. It can be quite defined. Can we have it look like Ari stabbing the beholder with Fox and Ren with their weapons drawn to attack? Mm-hmm. I, I, could, like, I could do that. I think that would be greatly appreciated. All right. Then that is what I will create for you. Thank you. Well, yes. I guess we will see you. Days, yep, I believe it's in two days. Correct. Correct. Yep. I will see you that. I will see you then. Thank you for what you did, and I hope this item that I am creating for you was well worth it. In fact, real fast, did I ever ask who this item was for? Uh, just for us. You watch as Vivian. Let me. Could you make a um? I'm pretty sure he check? does know. I, I think so. I, I just don't know for sure. That's what I was verifying with you. Didn't Vox say something to him at some point? I think so. Probably. I think Vox said something. Him being more on the side of the record than the record. Yeah, but Vox would have. Vox said something to him. I'm pretty sure. We, if I remember right. Probably. Let me 
All right, we'll go with that then. Um, in short, this item, whoever it is for, I would make sure that it was worth it. This is a power. Yes. Oh, I was just going to let you go ahead. I'll let you finish. And say what I was going to say, this is a very powerful item and it, it will serve a very specific task at hiding the whereabouts. But if that's not what you are using it for, I would, I would definitely, if you would like to change the item before the two days is up, you still have time. There are many powerful items that can be made with this assortment of materials. So I would just verify with your client that this, that either A, they are compensating you enough, or B, if this is really what you want. I think we will definitely seek some sort of compensation. However that is, we'll have to find out. Of course. Well, you best be off. Thank you for your assistance, brave young adventurers. Um, well, okay. uh, if Vivian takes off, I think it'd be good if we, you know, do what boxes. Uh, brr. If, anyway, if you took off, then I would say in character. Yeah. All right, guys. I think. I think it would be good if we did what Vox did for the dead and honor them. I was just about to mention the same thing. I Rebecca blushes a wee bit. Gail doesn't bit. even notice. Yeah. <laughs> As oh. guys do. <coughs> sounds like a male. <laughs> it does sound like a guy. But... I, I, I really, I don't know if this is the right time, but I really, really looked up to Vox. I know he was younger than all of us, but honestly, I think if he hadn't been there soon after we got to the capital and Gotta spend this last two weeks getting to know him. Because I, I don't think I'm trying to be as good of a person as I, I'm trying to be right now. He really made me want to be a hero. As Gil kind of chuckles and laughs and then kind of wipes his nose, wiping away, trying to hide the tears. Um, I really, I miss them all, but I don't really miss Box. Too. Me too. I 
mean, he came back from the dead before. Maybe he'll do it again. It's true. You never know. Maybe at a different time. All right. Search. What was that? Search. I, I would like to search those two dead bodies before we leave. Uh, uh, I don't know what's on their bodies, honestly. I don't know. All right, sure. Make an investigation <laughs> check. Nice, sis. Uh, just one. Just one today. Okay. Yeah. Can we do it? Um, I have plus one. I got 19. You find items that I just, like, cages. I don't know what they had, so I don't know what they're just going to actually find. All, all of the things. Yeah. Awesome. We, we, find the boots we will. Springing and. <laughs> Spring. Shredding and springing. We can, we can talk, Kyle, about kind of some of the items that maybe we've gathered from them, things like that. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk when I'm back in California. Yeah, I think that's a good. But yeah, I will let you loot those bodies. And now that David's back, um, Ruud, do you have Vox's things? Yes, I do. Um. Vox and I both kind of share the same view on killing. And he, he would do the, the little thing with the, the seats every time someone died. And I, I was wondering if I could, I could see that bag and I could find some seats for him. At that, oh gosh, at that, Lou would just like start crying and just be like, yeah, yeah, um, here. And she hands him the bags, the bag of seeds. As, as Lou kind of like looks up from like starting to cry, Gail would also be crying and he, I'm not really much of a, a hugger, but if I would, I would, I would, I don't know, I'm, I'm going to go find some seeds. <laughs> participate in the seed burial of Vox. Someone make a religion check. I'm plus four. Ellen. You. 19. All right, because you have all watched Vox perform this ritual a lot and you're a, you understand how these practices are, you guys successfully um, perform the practice similar enough to, if not perfect, how Vox would perform it. Um, as Vox is in the afterlife, you feel this like, like he would be happy. After a while, you um, you complete this 
the sort of honoring of the dead and um where where do you do now what are you gonna do I think it's time to go to bed. I think so too. I can do some rest. Just not down here. <laughs> we want to head out. Nice. You guys eventually work your way back out of the caverns, out of Vivian's shop. Um, any place in specific that you would want to go? Good <laughs> walking hot. Nice. Do we? We need to get the feathers still. No, he he's giving us his. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. No, no worries. Rock. So the rock and hawk is where you're going. I think. So. I think we we slowly meander that way. It's kind of not the same. Nice. Uh, as we're going, Gail would pull up beside Rock and um, he would say, Rock, I, I want to apologize. I, I don't know if I've been really that good of a friend to you since you guys let me in and I I know I don't usually partake in some of the shenanigans and I think it's just because I I, I see your ability to talk with people and things like that and I I really admire that it's something that it's a gift that I, I just don't have that I've never been able to capture even during my time as a performer I want you to know that you have something special about you I'm sorry for being envious of that it's okay sorry Walking. Um, Rebecca would not walk alongside Gail, but would be more like a kind of not super far away, but pretty far away. Like if it were Gail, Rock, Lua, and Rebecca, I guess it'd be, far away. it'd be Rebecca on the end, and she'd just glance over at him occasionally. Not too much. That'd be too, that's too creepy. It's just the right amount. Just enough. Just enough. Then she's kind of... Yeah. Nice. Uh, Gail, do you notice this? Um, my passive perception is 14, so I do not know if I would notice anymore. Uh, make a stealth check, Rebecca. <laughs> With disadvantage. What is my eyes? <laughs> all right, all right. Then just a normal one. Fourteen. Fourteen. My passive perception is fourteen, so I don't know who it goes to. Uh, it usually goes to the aggressor, and so uh, I guess Gail, you would not see it because you're playing defense. Fair enough. 
As yeah. you are oblivious. <laughs> That's okay. And then eventually, as we get closer to the rock and hawk, I think Rebecca would just, you know, calm herself down and just focus. Alright. As you guys get closer to the rock and hawk, will someone that's alive in the audience <laughs> please roll a D12? The audience? What? Or you guys. Um, I rolled a five. I rolled a five, five. as well. Five. Because that adds up to it. Let's see who's number five on this list. Okay. As you begin to get closer to the rock and hawk, um, rock. Yes. You sort of hear in what seems to be a sort of a brokenish language or broken common. Um, a very, very familiar voice, sort of in the distance. Um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get that voice back that I had for this person. Um, as it, because the Rock and Hawk is sort of based like near one of the gates per se, there's a lot of like traffic of people in and out, um, and sort of like sort of near the gates, you hear sort of in this loud voice like, "What do you mean I can't?" Come in. I, I was told I was told I had the right papers. <gasps> oh my gosh, why can't I remember his name? Garuk. 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 Is it Garuk? Rock is gonna look. Does he see his old bud Garuk? As you sort of run over to the edge and as you, you sort of like look to where you see this voice or hear this loud voice, you watch as sort of in the the entrance way to the, the the keep or sorry into the city um sort of tussling or sort of arguing with the guard holding a, a scratched a piece of paper um is your old friend garuk uh rock will call to him garuk garuk huh? and, and run towards him is that is that you rock oh. yes it's me Come here! As he sort of like pushes the guard out of the way and like goes to give you a hug. A gentleman, gentleman, let him through. And Rock is just gonna take his hand and just start pulling him in. The guard sort of goes like, "Hey, you can't, you can't do this. You can't do this. This person doesn't uh, have the right clearance." What uh, clearance does he need? These papers aren't the correct papers. They look like they're forgeries. It just has sort of scribbled, "I." have permission, Garuk. Ah, yes. Uh, will this be of assistance? Iraq is going to lift up on his finger the ring that he saw Vox leave behind, but that was not collected. We all have the rings. I forgot to mention it. You have, within oh, that 20. Rock collected it. <laughs> With that, you see the guard sort of sit there, realize the, um, where it comes from, and he's just sort of like backs off, and he's like, "My apologies, sir." I'm oh no, no need, no need. Have a wonderful night, gentlemen. And Rock is going to continue leading his big arm into the city. At this group is like, "How, how did you do that?" What, I, I got what, connections, I guess. What, what happened? Last, last it was, and we were, we were going down the river together, and then I woke up, and you guys were all gone. Was that before the basilisk? 
yeah. Yeah. Oh man, Garuk, I'm gonna be totally honest with you. It was terrible. We got kidnapped, and um, we, there was no way for us to get back to you. But I'm so glad that you're all right, and that, and that we were finally able to, to reconvene together. Make a I never deception forgot check. about you. Make a deception you? check. Oh, you're asking Rob to make a deception check? <laughs> all right. Yes, I am. I rolled a thirteen. Uh, so that's you. fine. You just watch as Garuk's face. He sort of like hears his eyes a little bit. You were kidnapped? <laughs> I've met a lot of things since we saw each other last, Garuk. But, but tell me, what happened after the boat? Oh, well, after you all, you all were gone, um, I was sort of meandering about, sort of, I was feeling bad about teaming up with them not-so-good people and killing, killing some of the townsfolk and stuff like that. Um, and then, uh, do you do you remember... Uh, uh, Storia? Oh, yes. Yes. As I was sort of meandering around, she I ran into her. She was telling me she was on her way to the city of Astoria, I think. Anyways, we were chatting. I was chatting. I was telling her about how I was doing. She's telling me some cool things, and she was like, hey, I got this, uh, got this job for you and things like that. And so, uh, she gave me like a secret job. I can't tell you about it. No, no, no. And you, you can't, you can't pressure to get it out of me either. Buddy, oh, buddy. oh, come on. You can tell me anything. And he's trying to persuade him. Okay. Make a persuasion check. What do you want? Oh, 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 all right. All right. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. <laughs> She, uh, yeah, you can't tell, uh, you can't tell her I told you, all right, Ra? I won't tell a soul. She, uh, she mentioned that, um, she needed me to pick up some, uh, some pretty heavy items down, uh, down direction from here. It was back by, um, you ever, you ever heard of the, uh, That one place. <laughs> uh. No. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll tell you later. I'll tell you later. I'm so, sort of fuzzy right now. Would it be at this point that we like kind of set rocks found somebody? Yeah. So at this point, you guys are all sort of looking over, seeing uh, Rock talking to this gigantic of a man. This is a. This is someone that is about seven, five feet tall, just sort of broad shoulders, messed up facial hair, messed up hair itself, sort of unkept. Definitely looks like almost like an overgrown child, per se, just sort of standing above rock. Oh, oh my man. Oh, oh. Where are from, bro? What's your name? Ah, uh, yes. My name is... Wait, I, I, I can't trust strangers. Who who are you? Oh, my name's Rebecca. Oh. No, we're not Hi, strangers anymore. Rebecca oh. is one of my friends. And this is... And this is Chase. 
And this is Gale. And this is... Vivian's gone. Uh, and this is Lua. And and I'm sure glad that you're here, buddy. We lost a couple of our friends tonight, and, and it was very, very, very sad. Wait, lost a couple friends? Where's... Where's Gaspian and Samantha? She's pretty and a kill. <laughs> well, Gaspian disappeared. Akel joined forces with Evil, and Samantha is sleeping. Uh, let's see how good his insight is. Ah. Uh, I understand. After long journeys, I get tired too. Yeah. yeah. But it's, I tell. Yeah. Oh. Uh, it's it's good to meet you, Rock. Who is this? Uh, this is Garuk, the mightiest man in all the mountain. Oh. Mm. I, it's good to meet you, Garuk, and I, I will kind of hold out my my hand to like shake it, but then I realize like his hand is like bigger than my head and then I get kind of intimidated but then I don't want to put it away so I get like ah, shooken. As Garuk shakes your hand, um, I'm just going to make an attack roll. Just out of, Oh my gosh. You take one point of death. <laughs> it's just like just crushes your hand. It's just like searing pain as Garuk's like, oh, nice to meet you. Most most people don't shake hands, hands with me. This is, this is very nice. Oh, yeah, really most good. of them know better, am I right? I see why. Thanks, Rock. <coughs> me and Rock, we go, we go way back. He helped me get a pig once. <coughs> I did. I did. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> yes. Uh, that, that was, was my a... my first adventure group. I miss, have you been on lots of ventures since? Yes. Dang. Well, wait, wait I, 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 I like talking to you, Rocket. I like catching up, but I, I need to finish my, my errand. Well, we're actually on errands from a story as well. We can come with you. You are? Yeah. Yes. She, uh, she told me to meet her in a, a special place. And so I... I came to the capital to meet her, but I'm uh, I'm sort of lost. I, well, I don't know how to get there. What are you looking for? At this, uh, you see, as Garuk sort of puts his hand like behind his back, maybe into the crevices wherever it might go, and you see as he pulls out like this uh, disgusting piece of paper, and sort of like opens it up and he like hands it to you, Rock, and he's like, "This is a uh, a letter, Astoria." wrote me or wrote the note that she gave me to tell me where to meet up with her. Rock is not going to take it, but he's going to lean forward and read it from his hands that are holding it. Nice. As you read it, um, pretty much what the note says, it's like, Karuk, come to the capital and meet me once you have finished your quest. I will be at a small cabin just north of the capital, about 10 kilometers when you find this place, just say Astoria has sent me. And someone in the village will be able to help you out. Interesting. 
Do you do you relate this to the rest of the party? Uh, yes, Rock will read it out loud. Nice. Wow. She's been <clears throat> that close this whole time. Man, sometimes I wish she could do her own dirty work. I guess she's kind of busy though, isn't she? I mean, I I'm just really excited to finally meet her. Oh, that's right, newbie. I, yeah. <laughs> I. Yeah. I think though, group. We're as I <clears throat> I kind of look at the rest of us. I don't know if we're ready to travel tonight to go and find her. I think we could help you to find Astoria. We may need to rest though first. Oh, I need to rest too. If I, matter of fact, I've been walking so much, my feet smell real bad. I'd be nice to take a little scrubby scrubby if you know what I mean. Who <laughs> 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 was just gonna yeah. side glance Brock and just be like, you see this blister? You want to see it? Burst the other day. You know what? Why, why don't we? Why don't we call it a night? Uh, <laughs> and this is sort of like. Kind of... Go ahead. Nah, you go ahead. You go ahead. Oh, you go ahead. You go ahead. All right. As he's talking about his blister, he sort of looks at Lua for a second, sort of recognizes that he's looking at a, a younger girl, and he like looks at Rebecca, and he's like, "Oh, I." I mean, uh, it's, it's not that bad of a blister. No, 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 no. I'm, no. Lewis is going to be like, uh, I'll, I'll take your word on Do you want to help me clean it? Uh, <laughs> thank you for the kind my gesture. Ma my mom used to help me clean my blisters all the time. I think the same woman to help you. Woman got a magic touch. Uh, Group, you gotta clean your own blisters. Come on, let's get, let's get you let's get you into room. Alright, alright. So Rock really sweating from every pore on his body. <laughs> Everyone is uncomfortable <laughs> except Group. Nice. As pushing him forward like behind him, he's gonna be like, he's a nice guy. <laughs> Group's like that like longtime family friend that you show like your childhood friend that you show your new friends to that you're like, wait a second. <laughs> do wait I actually want to introduce these people to them? <laughs> you like love them to death, but you're like, wait a second. There, this, this might not go as well as I thought it would. Nice. Eventually, you make your way back to the Rock and Hawk. At this point, like the people at the Rock and Hawk know you well enough that they have your room already ready for you. I'm in you. You head up to that same room for to rest, to go to bed for the night, whatever that might be. Before we go to bed, I, I'd like to um, pull Lua aside and talk with her. Um, Lua? Yes. I, I know that you were closer with you knew Vox were closer with to him than I was. I, I wanted to ask, just, it's a, a little thing, but I was wondering if I could have 
maybe keep a hold of the seeds in his cloak, um, just to as a, a reminder of him. And I'd really like to learn how to read his language from his book. I don't know if he taught you. He taught me a little bit. Um, I will let you hold on to these things if you understand one thing. Yeah. What's that? Fox was one of the only members of my family. There was Rebecca, there was Fox, and there was Sarah. You have to promise that you will hold these very close and dear to you for the rest of your life. Can you promise me that? For someone that I knew for a very short amount of time, that changed me so much. I, I, I can promise that. And you know, I do know he admired you quite a lot. I don't know why. If he, if he did this, he, he was awesome at being good. With similar ideals. And so, in all honesty, I think out of everybody, I think he saw you as the closest to being a true hero. I hope to live up to that. I really do. So you promised me you'll keep these items safe? I do. Okay. And she would then hand over the items. I'm... I'm grateful for you, Lua, as well. Just she would hand over the items. I somberly turn away. I thank you. And Gil turn away as well. Yeah, Lou's gonna go. To, Lou's gonna go to sleep. Any other any other conversations before people go in for the night? Uh, no, not for me. Rebecca will try to meditate, but will struggle to do so. <laughs> I, I, I know you. I know you might have another reason for this, but as you try to meditate, Rebecca, you sort of like glance out of your eye every couple seconds and you see Garouk unsuccessfully staring at you and then like, <laughs> yeah. no. oh, Garouk. What a lazy man. Oh, wow. 
With that, she'll just try her darnest to make tape. Both with what happened today and Gail and Rebecca would also think it'd be nice to at least have a pair of cocks of sh- shoes. Oh. Oh. Heal all the stuff. Spread the joy. All the time. Spread the box. The fact that he had multiple pairs of shoes. That's so cute. <laughs> so cute. Guy. So cute. Because he might need more shoes from other situations. That's so adorable. He was so prepared. So cute. He was definitely oh. going to be. <laughs> he didn't even have to get pressured by his mom. <laughs> um, Gail will just hang out with Pax and then eventually fall asleep. I need everyone to make a constitution check real fast. Constitution check or save? Save. Wait, con oh. save? Okay. Uh, 21. 23. 23. Nine. Natural 20. Natural 20. So everyone passed, but eventually as everyone's falling asleep, Garouk does take his shoe off. Oh, God. With the blistering smell. And it just, it's it's this nasty, like, if any, it's only a D, it's a save of five. But, um... As you all have to deal with that smell throughout the rest of the night. Is <laughs> no one offered? No one offered to help him clean it. Yeah, no. I, I think that Gail might have had one of his bouts if he had done that. <laughs> I need you to make a check, Gail. <laughs> Wait, really? Oh no, no, that would be super oh, funny though. <gasps> Also, excuse me for moving around so much. I'm trying to find the most comfortable position. That makes sense. All right, you should have my like nice chair. All right, and with that, you go to bed. Um, Gail, you have a really, really, really rough night. Lots of things happen. Lots of things that will go over at a later date sometime next week. But when morning arises, um, a lot of you wake up. Um, sort of like all together, you know, like people wake up. I'm assuming Rock does his yoga again, right? But who who wakes up first? Probably be Lua. Lua? So, Lua, as you're doing like a quick check of everybody, you're hearing a Garuk snore, etc. As you look over at Gail's body, you would see it being rigid, extremely rigid, with massive sweats coming out of it. She would go over and check, like, I guess, check to see if he was okay, maybe wake him up. As you sort of begin to shake him to try and wake him up, um, you see that his body is also shaking just ever so slightly. Um, if you pu- you pull back his eyelids and his eyes are just going like, like all over the place. Um, she was starting to shake him, like kind of like a, like a nudging, like wake up. 
Um, as you do that, make a strength check. That's not a good one. <laughs> Three. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. You're not able to wake him up. It's like you're trying to shake him enough, but like, like he's just beginning to shake more and more at this point. Would Rebecca, um, you know, hear her struggles? She's meditating, technically not sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about, about this time, like since you're meditating, you would sort of see or feel or sense that like Lua's messing with like Gail's body. Um, you sort of come come into like full consciousness, and you see Lua just like <laughs> when I shake, it shakes everything. Uh, yeah. Like sh- shaking Gail, trying to wake him up. I don't think that's the best idea due to his, how violently he's having a bad dream. Um, I just, uh, I don't like, what does that do? Healing spirit? Yeah. I have no idea. I'm gonna try something, but I don't know what it does, does whatever yet. Pull more me into a bird. Okay, it's a bonus action too. Now I know. What's the spell? Can I call? It's a, a healing spirit. You call it's the, just just a description. You call forth a nature spirit to soothe the wounded. The intangible spirit appears in a space that is five foot cube. You can see within range. The spirit looks like a transparent beast, or say. Your choice until the spell ends whenever you or a creature you can see moves into the spirit space for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there you can cause the spirit to restore 1d6 hit points to that creature no action required so uh it's not necessarily in the sense of healing because we don't want that i don't need that but the first description as it's to soothe the wounded so it's more of soothing and trying to help We'll, we'll do it. That sounds actually fun. And so what kind of spirit creature do you want to have up here? Uh, beast or fae? Um, probably a fae. Starry fae owl. Nice. Oh, that's cute. As an owl sort of appears, a spirit owl, sort of similar to how Pax looks. Um, as it gets close to Gale, um, while Gail doesn't necessarily need health points, the soothing sort of takes over, and Gail, you, you sort of come into consciousness as you, you see like this Lua shaking your body, and Rebecca sort of looking over you, both of them looking quite panicked. I, as my eyes kind of flutter open, I'll, I'll, I'll immediately like reach for my my wooden sword right next to me, like what, what's what's going on? What happened? <clears throat> I go okay. to. Uh, yeah. Well, as Gail, like, will stand up and, like, start looking around, he'd like to do a perception check to see, like, what's wrong. Like, why are they trying, why are they, why are they waking him? Rebecca right, did a sleight of hand. While he's doing that, Rebecca did a sleight of hand to touch his hand just to get his focus. <laughs> Apologize for doing so. Um, I got a 17. All right, and what was your perception check? I got five. 
So, Gail, you're like, you're sort of looking around. You don't really know what's going on. You just see panic on their faces. You feel that something's in your hand right now that you don't know what's there. Like, you're just sort of like, whoa, where, where am I? Why is everyone freaking out? Why am I freaking out? Why is there water on me? Et cetera. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Oh. Yeah. What? Did you move your hand or what are you doing? Um, depends. Were you holding my hand or were you no. touching my hand? It was more to like. Uh, then he would just like sit down like, what? what? You keep moving it. <laughs> need an owl to help you calm down and then you can discuss what's happening. What's going on? Did something happen to Rock or? No. Everything's okay. I was waking up and we noticed you were kind of having a really bad dream. So we just wanted to be here when you woke up. And I made a nice soothing owl for you to help. I... I don't remember a dream. Well that's good because it seemed like a bad one. Not right now. Maybe. It's okay. So there's no danger? No. None at all. And since you don't remember, doesn't fly. Oh. Okay. Um. Well, I guess I'll help you all get ready for the morning. Well, first, are you hungry? Uh, yeah. Perfect. Why don't we go get some food? Does that sound good? And we'll go get a towel to help clean up. Does that sound like a nice plan? I feel like I need... Uh, I feel really sticky. Yeah, let's go help you. Yeah? Uh, okay. Here, we'll, we'll wake, up, wake up Rock too so he can help you. It'll be a party! Alright, here we go! <coughs> we'll go that. wake Rock up. Yeah, that way, if Gail wants to shower, that's no problem. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure Gil can shower by himself. Yeah, I think I can. I know, but you know. I don't know. He could always shower with Garouk. <laughs> yeah, jump on it, Gil. No. How? <laughs> uh, I'll wait my turn. <laughs> no, you're good. Keep take your time. You're good. Right. So Lua wakes up. Rock. Garouk's honestly still asleep at this point, snoring, unless someone tries to wake him up. Rock wakes up with a Caspian no! And then kind of like, it's fine. Lua would be like, you're having a nightmare too, huh? I'm oh yeah, sorry. a nightmare. Um, but uh, I really don't want to, so will you wake up your friend, please? Oh, and sure. <laughs> we're gonna go get food. Um, I'm having a really hard time being around the smell of corn chips. Um, so I'm gonna go downstairs and wait for you guys so we can get some breakfast. Oh, okay. Uh, Rock's gonna wake up Groog once the, the, the crew is headed out the door. As Groog's like, oh. <gasps> Rook! Good morning. Good morning, Rook! Uh, hey, it's your time. It's your time to be. So, uh, go 
Go, go, go bathe yourself. I gotta, I'm hungry. I gotta eat first, though. Nope, bathing first. In the capital, it is illegal to have breakfast before bathing. Make a, <laughs> make a deception check one day. I'll roll sure. on my inside. Sure. While she does that, can you go to open the window? Because it's probably musty and gross. <clears throat> yes. Why did you even share a room with the first place? That's a, it's a 26, Kyle. Save money? Group just sits there. Uh, illegal? That's. Well, I don't, don't want to break the law. All right. Yeah, I always I'll, look out for you, Group. I'll take a bath. You want to want to help? Want to help me out? It's it's been a little hard to reach the a back behind recently. I need someone to scrub that. Oh, here, Rock's gonna take. Um... Oh, has anyone <laughs> left anything in the room? <laughs> Now, come on. Someone left something. You gotta. Alright, uh, Rock is going to... Uh, can I scan the room, Kyle? What's in there? Um, so there's just, like, the basic things, like the bed, bedspread, a small little nightstand. Uh, um, nothing, what, are you looking for something in particular? Yes. Like, uh, are there curtains? Yes, there would actually be curtains. I'll give you curtains. Okay, uh, is there a curtain rod? Yes. All right, Rock is going to clamber up there, take down the curtain rod, shake the curtains off of it, wrap a bed sheet around the end of it, and say, "Here, this is the bestest blister picker upper cleaner scrubber you've ever seen." Do I do I like just just hit myself with this? Like scrub it? Yep, just scrub it. Like, like, and then Rock's gonna demonstrate how he would scrub his blister foot. You know, if you can't reach down there. Ah, uh, thanks, Rock. This is this is an helpful, helpful tough. This is why you were always the smart one, and like, always felt like you knew what you were doing, and like, so responsible over everybody. Yeah, I was. I was, wasn't I? All right, shower up, big guy. All right, as Karuk goes to shower, take a bath. The minute group walks away, Rock's gonna let out this kind of like, <laughs> he's like kind of holding in with all the stink that was happening in the room. <laughs> nice. And you head downstairs as the rest of the party is all getting breakfast. Yep. <clears throat> nice. I would have helped um, Gil. I would have given him a towel and let have done it himself, but you know. <laughs> all right. So, uh, unless there's anything else that y'all want to role play, like the morning takes place, everyone sort of takes a bath and gets ready for the day, and you guys are ready to head out. Yeah. Yep. I think um, basically we just kind of discussed what the plan was, and I'm, I'm assuming the plan is to go into to find where um, Astoria is. I'm correct. So that's the plan. Is that the plan? I think that's a good plan. I think that is the plan. That's what Lulu wants to do. Lulu wants to talk to us. Okay. Oh, all right, all right, everyone. So how to, this is note right here. Where are we supposed to go? Uh, it says north of the city, doesn't it? Of the capital? It's 10 miles. Yep. So I guess we'd all just start heading out north of the city. 
All right. I'll follow, follow, follow you, Rock. All right. I need someone. So you guys, you leave the Rock and Hawk. You leave the city gates. Nothing too particular. As you get on the road and begin heading your way north, I need someone to make a survival check. I have a plus four. Oh, yeah, do that. Hmm. 22. 22, fetch. Okay. Um, <clears throat> you begin heading north. Um, with that, you uh, traveled a lot, Lua, especially on the run and things like that. So you're pretty good at like tracking distance, like how many steps you're taking and things like that. Um, as you are keeping track of about like when you'd hit around the 10 mile mark um, and you're heading and you are traveling on the road. Is there any conversations, anything you're doing as you are traveling? Um, as I think as they're going, Gail will just kind of um, have pox um, packs flying over him and kind of just watching and then bring him back down and just kind of working on just like his communication skills with, with packs, just like kind of seeing if he can like kind of spot people up ahead and then like kind of just reassuring him that just do a little training since it's been a while since he spent some time outside in the actual forest. And it, he just feels really, as you can tell, being outside more in the wind and less bustle and hustle, he, he seems a lot calmer than in the city. Nice. Um, Rebecca would look for a place to bury one of her silver pieces. Oh, <laughs> nice. As you, as you are going along the trail, you find like a nice soft piece of, piece of dirt that you're able to sort of like dig up and put a silver coin down into. Oh, really? Actually, let's see if Garuk sees you do that. Nope, Garuk does not see you do that. <laughs> Oh, I'm so sad. Rick is doing big. He has, like, just modifier-wise, I think I gave him, like, a negative three or negative two insight and oh, perception okay. check. Okay. Not very wise. No, which is a terrible combo with rock. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's why we're best friends. <laughs> All right. Uh, any other things before you hit the 10-mile mark? Nope. I think that Rock is, is due to the events of yesterday, um, just quiet. Maybe he's talking with Garuk and just kind of like agreeing with everything, but Rock's going to be really quiet for the most part. I like the uh-huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. For the most part, Garuk's sort of just <laughs> talking about his journey, not necessarily the details of his journey, but more like, and then about... I was walking and I saw this frog and we got into like a staring contest like stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It blinked once and I blinked once at the same time. So it's hard to tell who won or who lost, but I think I won. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I think you did. Nice. As the conversation sort of continued for the next 10 miles, 
um, you hit Lua where you're like, okay, I feel like this is the 10 mile mark or like we're pretty far away from the city. It's taken us about half a day to get here by walking, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I need you or someone else in the party to make a perception check with advantage. That's me, I'm plus six. Ah! <laughs> it's going to be okay. <laughs> I wasn't looking, I was looking at my modifier and I didn't see the dice. It did not hit the mic or the computer. That made that far more epic. I have a plus six. <laughs> Kyle's dead. Kyle, no, we drowned Kyle. I'm sorry, baby. It's okay. I thought you were talking to Kyle for a minute. <laughs> I was like, what the? It was like, eh, yeah, I'd, I'd prefer right, if I was advantage, not. What's advantage, right? Yes, I'll give you advantage. That's good. That's you can just come with it. Um, I've got a 15. Not 15, 25. Oh, okay, good. With a 25, as you all are sort of like Lua... I assume you'd be like, hey, we're at the 10-mile mark, whatever it might be. As you're all looking around, as there's no village, you do see that there's sort of this, like, path off to the right of the trail that leads sort of, like, there's, a, there's like, a grove of trees nearby, and the path sort of, like, leads to this grove of trees. I think we're supposed to go that way. There's a path in between the trees. Looks good to me. Yeah, let's go. All right. As you begin making your way down this path into this grove of trees, after a little while, um, you end up running into someone that's sort of just like sitting on the side. You see someone sitting on the side of the path, sort of leaned up against the tree, um, covered in like black hooded, things like that. So it's hard to make out who it is or what they're doing. Uh, can I take a closer look? Yes, make a perception check. Uh, that would be 11. So, like everything I just mentioned, is what you see, black hooded, definitely hiding their face and what's going on, not able to make out that many details. Uh, I'm going to approach. Hey, hello there, hello there. See as his body sort of like looks up and ridges up a little bit, um, and you hear this voice. How can I help you? That sounds like rob- uh, froggy, dude. Kermit? Kermit. No, other froggy, dude. <laughs> Do you? Are we in? Like we're in the location now, right? Where we're so long north of. Yep. Do you have any information regarding the Storia? At this, you see, like, the hand begins to go to the side, probably where there's, like, a weapon or something. And you hear this voice. It's like, what? Oh, I... I would like to do quickly a history check to remember what the note said for us to say. Yeah, make a history check. And you can explain what he, he's doing. I'm sorry for interrupting. I got 12. Okay, uh, with the 12, it wasn't that long ago. So, you do remember that the note said 
um, specifically that the, the passage of the phrase, like Astoria has sent for me. Yeah. Um, as you watch this, like hooded figure begin to like pull back a little bit of a pocket and like begins to start pulling out a blade per se. Um, Gail would kind of button and say, Astoria has sent for me. Just like kind of question mark, like, cause there's a group of us. At, at this, like, there's a second as like twists for a second, thinks and like puts the blade back down. I see. And who is this group that Astoria has sent for? Uh, we're here with Garuk. Uh, Rock and Friends. <laughs> Rock and friends. Uh, Rock, I knew I would meet the names of everyone. Uh, yes, uh, Rock, Lua, Gail, Rebecca, Garuk. And that's it. I she. Come with me. Oh, and you watch. For all of your imagination. <laughs> 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 um, you watch as this strange hooded figure begins leading you deeper into the forest. After a couple of minutes, you sort of emerge into this clearing with a couple of nearby townhouses type things, some small little cabins, nothing too big. Um, sort of at the end of this sort of like circle of cabins in this enclave, there seems to be like the hall cabin, like the biggest one definitely seems like more of a robust area versus like a house per se. Um, as you get closer to it, you see that there is a bustling going on inside as maybe it's the local villagers, maybe things are going on, but uh, standing sort of at the front door, like sitting on a, one of those old timey rocking chairs. Uh, you approach and you see that Captain Moroni is sort of chilling <gasps> up there right now. Dad? <laughs> and this he sort of like looks forward as he sees you approaching. Rock, is that you? Yes, sir. Rock. Let's see. Stands up. Ah, it's the whole group of you all. It's, uh, it's about time you made it out here. Cutting it sort of close. Where, where's the, where's the rest of you? Where's Astoria? I see. Um, straight to business. Uh, Astoria is uh, inside, uh, sort of upstairs right now. With that, Lua's just going to be like walk straight past him. Wait, uh, as he sort of like reaches out his hand to stop you, it's like, wait, I, I don't think this is a good time to just butt in on Astoria. She's not going to care. She's walking in. All right, he's going to, to attempt to grapple you. Make a athletics check or a dex check or athletics or acrobatics check. 19? That's good, but not good enough as... Oh. Uh, I rolled an 18 plus his mods as <laughs> Captain Marone I sort of like grabs you by the shoulder and he's like, wait, are you okay? How is, how is Lua play this off? I think Lua would like turn and like, like more roughly like throw 
his arm or try to throw his arm off like of her shoulder because i imagine he kind of like reaches down like a, like a just like a one hand like hey yo friend are you okay yeah and she just is like give off of me and like he can see that there is definite like pain and anguish in her eyes with that he's just gonna back up for a hair and he's like all right all right I understand, but will you allow me to take you to her? Fine. Is that where the whole party wants to go? Yes. Okay. With this Captain Moroni sort of leads you into this, this hall of sorts. You sort of walk up these stairs, you enter sort of a, a bigger room. You Some things that you notice with the commotion going on is you see that there are an assortment of people. Uh, one individual is looking rather old. Um, there's another group of like younger individuals talking in the corner. Um, Rock, because Rock was the only one that was alive during this time. Um, you see sort of this like half-dressed lady type girl that um, sort of reminds you of a type thing. Not a lot of interactions with her, but I think you would remember. Oh, 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 oh. Yes, I have no recollection of a name. <laughs> yep, and I don't think Rock would either. <laughs> okay. All right. Eventually, though, there's this, hey. <laughs> there's this long stairway that Captain Moran and I leads the big party up. Except for Grook, he sort of turns to Grook and he's like, "You will you wait here? We can debrief later." Grook's like, "Oh, Grook." As he leads you up, um, he leads you up this hallway and down this up the stairs and sort of down this hallway towards this last door. Um, passive perceptions. 17. 14. 10. 11. Okay. Who had the 17? Oh, sorry, 16. That 17 is Fox's fake one. 16. <laughs> who, who had a bit of a 15? Just, just fake. Um, me. Okay. Just not only her. As you get closer, uh, Rebecca, you would hear sort of coming from that room um, what seems to be sort of a, um, a uh, not violent, but intense discussion. Not like yelling per se, but you know when voices are beginning to rise, like when you don't do the dishes and your spouse gets home type situation. Uh. <laughs> 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 Sort of like that's going on um, as you get closer to the room. Um, Can Rebecca approach but not enter just to hear a little bit more of what's happening? To eavesdrop? Are you like purposely eavesdropping? Eavesdropping! <laughs> yeah. Uh, with, with, as you attempt to eavesdrop, Captain Moran would be like, what, what are you doing? I'm learning. It's like you can't eavesdrop on Astoria. She's in oh, a very Astoria's in there. Huh? Okay. Okay. Yes. It, that's this is not the time. This is not the place. With that. Well, um, well before that, who, who's she meeting with? With that, like as Captain Mona is sort of like rebuttaling with you per se. Uh, the word stop, like the talking stop, 
stops as they've heard you. Um, and you watch as the door opens up per se um, and sort of out walks And we'll tell you what happens in the next session. Oh Wait, my no, 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 what? I'm nervous you're gonna say the resurrector and be like, bam. I mean, thank you so I much for listening to the Dungeon House. Characters. Dungeon House. Dungeon, Dungeon House. house. Special thanks to all of our listeners and supporters on Patreon. The ambient music was produced and created by Michael Gelfi. Intro and outro was produced and created by William Heaton. You can check out our website at www.thedungeonhouse.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at The Dungeon House. After losing their friends, finding an old one is always helpful. For those that don't remember, Garouk was originally at the school with Rock and also was in the town of Carrot at the beginning of this campaign. Rook lending them to the story is interesting. I wonder what this will bring. Find out next time on The Dungeon House.